This is Darren Steele. I'm the host of Think Queerly, a podcast about open-hearted personal leadership and choosing to think differently than the status quo in order to create a more loving and accepting humanity. So this is week three of Thinking Queerly, 52 weeks of critical reflections on liberating humanity, and it's called What Do You See in the Darkness? What do you see in the darkness? It is senseless to argue that light is good and dark is bad. It makes no sense simply because we cannot understand the one without the other. Light and dark are understood in relation to each other. Light and dark are nothing but descriptions that distinguish between the amount of light that one can see. Gray is the middle ground, the luminous void between light and dark. Even with your eyes closed in the darkness of night, have you noticed that you can still see? Open your eyes now and see even in the blinding darkness of light. So here's this episode's invitation to be a very impactful queer and some enlightenment <laughs> about what this metaphor is. And this one is really heavily metaphorical. What I'm suggesting with what I've written here is that you consider, we all consider, looking beyond seeing. Specifically, looking beyond what you believe you are seeing as true, as fixed, as fact, or as finite. You know, perspective is everything. And one of the big challenges, apparently, when there's an accident or any kind of an incident and the police come in and take eyewitness testimony, is that they can often get entirely different stories and entirely different points of view. Where was the person standing when they witnessed the event? At what point did they start witnessing the event? What prejudices does the person come to the event with and they make certain assumption, assumptions about the people that are involved? So sometimes what we see is not actually what we see. So when we talk about binaries and polarities and how we understand them, it's often just from the extreme ends. So when we say light and dark, those are the extreme ends. Just imagine the brightest light, the sun, and the darkest dark, maybe in the middle of a forest hundreds of miles away from the city, and it's an entirely overcast. There's no light. There's no fire. It's just darkness. You can hardly see your hand in front of your face. So how we understand binaries and polarities, as I said, is often from the extremes, the ends. But I propose we shift our focus and look to the middle ground. Now, I spoke about this in week one. Divisiveness is an illusion on either side of balance. And I said, what is the single point of origin, the middle ground, the gap in between both sides of the argument or the polarity or the binary? Because all binaries, all polarities 
start from the same place, the center. They start from the same idea and they work outward. So let's use something specific to queer thinking, gender identities. Now in the world of gender identities, what is the middle ground? I think it's humanity. It's not gay or straight or male or female. It's humanity that's the middle ground because what's the point where we all come from in the expression of gender? Being human. So for simple binaries, though, like up and down and light and dark, it's simply the space or the shade, the gradient in between the extremes. A little simpler to discuss, a little simpler to explain, and perhaps a lot easier to get agreement on. Sit down with somebody who is a fundamentalist uh, in their religion, and they might agree with you about the gradations and the shades between light and dark, or up and down, or how far to the right, how far to the left. Talk to them about gender identities, and, well, I don't think you'll come to immediate agreement with them. (laughs) And that's when we get into the challenge of belief and debate and argument. In the complexity of debate, there's no way that both sides can have a logical argument in which each side understands the other, like they might be fighting against each other, but they have to know what they're fighting against in order to have this argument or this debate, unless they were coming from the same middle ground. So going back to my example in my divisiveness episode, I used, and if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Because I use the example of someone who is pro-gun ownership and someone who is anti-gun ownership. And that debate could be said to share the same moral value for both parties, which I proposed as being freedom. The freedom to own a gun, to protect one's self and family and possessions, or the freedom to live without the fear of gun violence. So maybe to wrap this up with another metaphor. Have you ever looked directly at the sun, whether you were a kid or an adult, or you just took off your sunglasses and looked up because you were outside and you, a hot summer's day when the sun is the highest, the sun is the absolute brightest at that point in the year and the sky is perfectly clear. What happens? For a moment, you're blinded like you can't see. Your eyes, like, I guess, go into a kind of shock and your pupils super dilate and It's like everything goes black. So what am I saying with this metaphor? Is that even looking at a bright light, which you assume will allow you to see, it can in fact blind you. Just because you think you know how things are, how do you know for sure? What are you seeing that is evidence, that is proof of what you believe you are seeing to be factual and in reality? Or is it somehow a gradation, a shade of your perceptions? Now, as Wayne Dyer says in his translation and the contemplation of the Tao Te Ching, change your thoughts, change your life, 
And I quote, When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I love that. It's, that's the basis of quantum physics, isn't it? That if you are looking at a particle, that affects the particle. So when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So if we change the way we look at polarities and instead always try and see the middle ground, how we look at polarities will change. We'll see what creates the polarity, the middle ground, the foundation, which is neither right or wrong or up or down or good or bad. It just is. That is the fundament. That is the value. That is the place from which the polarities go outward from. So how can you practice this queer contemplation right now? This is an invitation to think back to a time in your life when everything changed. I'm talking drama, or maybe not drama, but perhaps it wasn't a big tumultuous event, or maybe it was just that. Maybe it was a life-altering dark night of the soul, or an epiphany where everything changed. And you were literally transformed and became another person because of that event, whether that was a positive or a negative experience. So what did you feel like? What did you experience exactly? And what precisely changed for you? And were these changes ready to happen? Was it literally like the spark in a completely dried out forest, a lightning bolt that set off a spark and set the entire forest ablaze. And then after the fact, how did you look at the world differently? And that's, what do you see in the darkness? And that even with our eyes closed, there's still something we can see in our visual field. Thanks for listening.